Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of inhaled steroids found under the pulmonary section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 25-year-old man presents to clinic for complaints of white patches on his tongue for the past two weeks. He reports that the patches can be scraped off and do not bleed or cause pain. His medical history is significant for chronic asthma for which he was started on inhaled corticosteroids three weeks ago. Let's continue with an introduction to inhaled steroids. This refers to one of seven medications used for asthma aimed to reduce inflammation and obstruction. These medications include corticosteroids, beta agonists, muscarinic antagonists, methylxanthines, chromalin, antileukotrienes, and omalizumab. Now let's discuss inhaled corticosteroids in more detail. Their mechanism of action is that they inactivate NF-kappa-B, the transcription factor that induces production of TNF-alpha and other inflammatory agents. This subsequently inhibits the synthesis of most cytokines. Examples include mometazone, fluticasone, budesonide, beclomethazone, triamcinolone, and flunicilide. Clinically, they are used for chronic asthma as first-line therapy, as well as for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Adverse effects include topical candidiasis or thrush. This can be prevented with spacers or water rinsing following the usage of inhaled corticosteroids. Other adverse effects include dysphonia, such as a hoarse voice, and lung infections, such as a pneumonia. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to inhaled steroids, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 29-year-old female presents to clinic for an evaluation of her asthma. She was given a prescription by her previous physician for an albuterol inhaler, which she has been using. She reports symptoms on average three days per week. Last month, she was awakened by her asthma on three nights. She is able to participate in light jogging, but high-intensity aerobic exercise often triggers her symptoms. Which of the following is the best next step in management? And the answer choices are... Choice 1. No change necessary. Continue with as-needed albuterol. Choice 2. Begin a short course of oral prednisone. Choice 3. Add an inhaled corticosteroid. Choice 4. Add a long-acting beta agonist. Or choice 5. Add a leukotriene antagonist. The best answer to this question is, choice 3. Add an inhaled corticosteroid. The patient has persistent, uncontrolled asthma. Inhaled corticosteroids are the cornerstone of treatment for persistent asthma and should be prescribed for this patient in addition to her rescue albuterol. Commonly used asthma drugs include beta agonists such as albuterol and salmeterol, as well as inhaled corticosteroids and anti-leukotrienes such as monoleucast. Patients with mild intermittent symptoms may rely solely on a short-acting beta agonist such as albuterol. When symptoms increase in intensity or persist, the next added agent is usually an inhaled corticosteroid. More severe asthma therapy often includes a long-acting beta agonist in addition to an inhaled corticosteroid, but long-acting beta agonists should not be used in asthma without an inhaled corticosteroid because of an increased risk of death. The term mild persistent asthma refers to patients with symptoms greater than two days per week but not daily. 
nighttime awakenings two to four times per month, and minor limitations in activities. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Given the persistence of symptoms, no change in her therapy would be inappropriate. Choice 2. A course of oral steroids would be indicated in a patient with an acute asthma exacerbation manifested by abrupt changes in symptoms and airflow limitation, but it is not indicated for this patient at this time. Choice 4. A long-acting beta agonist should not be used in asthma without concomitant use of an inhaled corticosteroid because of increased risk of asthma-related death. Choice 5. In general, anti-leukotriene agents are used as adjuncts to inhaled therapies in cases resistant to treatment or if asthma symptoms were driven by concomitant allergic rhinitis and postnasal drip. That's all for this review about inhaled steroids. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.